You're now listening to the Open Africa podcast with Laulu, Nosa, and Furo. On this episode, we will be discussing the recent CBN cashless policy, Tingo, Inc, Mobile, Agritech, multiple airlines, you know, and then also switching in Nigeria. <laughs> and nibs. And, and what's happening with cash. Yes. So, without wasting much time, let's jump right into the first thing. Tingo. I don't Actually, first, let's, let's provide context. Mm-hmm. Um, Dozy, the founder of Tingo, is trying to buy... Sheffield. Sheffield United. Right? Is it Sheffield United or Sheffield Wednesday? Sheffield United. I yeah, think. he's trying to buy Sheffield United. Uh, for those that are unfamiliar, Sheffield United is a football club in England. In the champion second division, yeah. like lower league. So, yeah, lower league. But still, it's a football club. And I guess for the UK press, this is their first encounter with Nigerian billionaire Dozi. Who wants to pay... 90 million pounds also paid 90 million pounds for the club uh, and he said he offered to give them i think some initial money like 9 million or something with a his current net worth is um 7 billion pounds this is not confirmed by Forbes, by the way this is all google oh sorry i'm stuff reading from... stuff from the internet no no, no i mean not he's, confirming he's, anything. he's self-proposed mm-hmm. I, what they said is what they said mm-hmm. um so the athletic is a they what, what would you how would you describe the athletic Shasha their website uh, and they did some digging of their own and they found out Tingo Airlines doesn't really exist did you know who the um, brand ambassador for Tingo Airlines was Desmond Elliott no Renault Mokri <laughs> oh my god okay Okay, 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 that, that adds it, that, that adds more. Even anyway, though, okay, anyway, Tingo, Tingo Airlines itself didn't take place. Uh, well, didn't, what am I saying? Didn't take, yes, it didn't take place, it didn't exist, All right? And so, that is the UK. At, I mean, once, once they do their fit and proper, I suspect that lots of people, thanks to the power of racism, they'll do some digging into his background. Wow. You say thanks to the power of racism. It is what it is. <laughs> but I will start from my own personal experience of Tingo, which is from Stambik. Uh, I remember Stambik having to issue a disclaimer. I mean, it's still on their website. that Because Tingo put out a release saying that um, they'll be using Stambik's payment gateway to power Tingo Pay. And Stambik had to say, uh, no, and it's still official. If you Google it, Tingo and Stambik, you'll find it. Where Stambik had to say, uh, they are not really doing any business with that guy. There were conversations, but nothing ever went live. That's my first encounter. encounter. Now, I think then the other one was when they said they were raising 500 or something. Was it 500 million? I don't know. I, see, the thing is, like, I feel like Tingo does a good job of just having very well-placed articles at very interesting times. And they're always sponsored. It's never like... Yeah. It's never like organic. Which brings to question is, for a business with 30 million users, which is Tingo Mobile, how come nobody has seen the users? 
Nobody has seen the users. Nobody has seen the Tingo mobile device. Nobody has seen Tingo Airlines. Nobody has seen. Dozy's message to Sheffield United fans. I love the city of Sheffield. I'm looking forward to coming and drink Guinness with you guys. Um, that's I'm I'm not um, I'm not shooting shells on purposes right here. I'm looking forward to coming and drink Guinness with you guys. It's not going to be an easy journey. I need your help, your support for us to do this together. I'm an individual you can count on. Don't see me as a Nigerian. Don't see me as an African. See me as a human being who is here to work with you. I believe we are not going to disappoint. Yeah, just for context, Dozy has a, a bigger net worth than Tejubole. For those of you who don't know who Tejubole is, that's Todd. Todd Boli, how do you pronounce his name? <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea guy. Yes. Um, yeah. In according, let's see, according to according, according to, to well placed articles, according to some sources in on 2018, the internet, in 2018, please, are, we can neither confirm nor deny, deny anything that we are saying on this. We are only are, recounting what we can see on the internet. Wait, now, around that Sabic period, there was the issue of the EFCC, yeah, in 2017 a, or so, yeah, a dot check of about 31 million naira. So an FCMB, if I recall. And I mean, they've come out, I think a couple of years later, they put out a statement recanting, clearing the air on the issue. Who put out a statement? Tingo now. Okay, just checking. I've tried to find, I've actually tried to find. But like, again, a lot of it was, the statement they put out, they said that it was, uh, Tingo said it was an internal control issue and it was like, maybe it was related to the supply of oil for like their device facility kiniko kiniko but again for someone that's making this impact right there's i'm not seeing it on road and i feel like i'm on road enough to know if someone's out there doing something this is not me trying to say oh this is not it's easy to assume that okay maybe it's bubble we have not left our bubble that's what yeah. i don't know no, but if a if a if an agritech has ten million farmers on the platform, I feel like there should be a buzz of sorts. I don't know. So, if you go back to the back of the some earlier days of Tingo, you will find some interesting people on their board in Nigeria. Jonathan was on their board. Yeah. Yes. Was on if board. Jonathan was on their board, according to the internet, according to the internet, according to sources that we can see on the internet, then the Renault or Mercury bit will make sense because Renault, according to the internet, is affiliated with the a certain political party on which um, former president Jonathan ran. Again, we can neither confirm nor deny these statements. We're only stating what we can see on the internet. It's there for you to check. So, I mean, there's even a thing where, again, a lot of these, there are, there are a lot of these things, they're always sponsored posts. I mean, if you've ever worked in media, you know, like all this PR newswire type article, um, releases where they just push stuff out. Mm-hmm. You don't find it anywhere. There's a, there's a thing where he says they signed a partnership with Visa to issue cards for Tingo Mobile. Has anybody seen Tingo Mobile? I've never seen the Tingo Mobile card. 
I've not seen it. I've not. Visa did not make any announcement on table. I'm... Oh, by the way, there's an article on the internet. Um, entrepreneur, I'm, and I apologize to him and everybody who goes by this name because I can't pronounce it correctly. Mobosi to launch Dozy Mobosi Leadership Center in UK. This is um, in Guardian, Nigeria. Can't really. It's no. not really loading. Shall no, no, no. See, just to give you to give you some context. When Visa did their thing with Paga, when they to issue Paga cards, it was on TechCrunch. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of Visa strategic partnerships are a lot. Yeah, yeah, a noise. They it make comes, a lot of noise yeah, themselves because it is somebody's KPI in the office to, to make noise about things. Visa like is not a Nigeria is not a Visa market, mm-hmm. so they do a lot that they can do to get a lot of buzz going around. Yeah, partnerships with fintechs issuing visa cards in Nigeria because it's through fintechs that they want to get some to challenge Mastercard in this space. I, huh? I Interesting. Think doing... Sorry, 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 mm-hmm. sorry. Here is another thing on the internet that I just saw. This was published on the 9th of February, twenty twenty three, on the Sun Sun News Billionaire investor Dozi Mobosi six more Africa investment. Six, six more investments for Africa's aviation sector. Blah, 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 blah. Lots of gist. And then he gets to this point where he says, while Tingo Airlines Limited UK is in the process of being dissolved following the disruption to the global aviation sector, Mobosi and Omni Blue Aviation Limited, a fast-growing airline incorporated in Nigeria to provide regular blah, 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 entered into a joint venture and mutual cooperation agreement in 2020. Yeah. I think for me, my thing is just there are lots of businesses that are being mentioned with lots of valuations, but then I don't know I don't know anybody that's ever interacted with any single product from the entire Tingo group. This is just, just, just question. So for me, so, this is just for So our listeners, if you've ever used a Tingo product, please let us know. I just want we want to review the product. Football Association in England to conduct their fit and proper test. And please let us know the results because from my own personal opinion, I mean, that we saw and that we, the company had to distance itself. It wasn't... Yeah. Yeah. Another interesting thing that I found was when the... What's it called? There was a tweet about them buying... Like, the tweet about Sheffield. And the replies to that tweet, like, everybody who was endorsing the move was... And I'm not saying that coincidence or correlation is causation, it was very but patriotic. yes, everybody that was saying, "Oh, this is patriotic. This is yeah, good patriotic. For very jingoism." That's what is jingoism. Jingoism. I don't know what that means. Unnecessarily, we are the best. Yes, but <laughs> everybody who was responding that way is DM me for promotions. DM me for promotions. DM me for. I'm, and I'm not. Like, I'm not the only one who like saw it. These guys now. What's their name? That people. Those people that do. I'm going to bleep that house because I think we are fought enough. There are people still and, and a couple of people re- um, replied to me. They were like, "Interesting discovery. Looks like an influencer farm. Look, look, looked at a few of the accounts, and they are in air quotes influencers, because it was on CNN International, and they were sorry, 
there were replies like a major win for Africa race if this comes true. If you look at the guy's profile, his bio, six feet, PR, ads. Then you see somebody else say, amazing news. This will be massive for Nigeria, especially in the sports aspect. Look at the pro bio ads. DM me for promotions. Mm, is that, is like, that, is that it's influencer like that. farm? There's it's no an influencer farm. There's no organic, what's it called? Because all the organic replies, like quotes are like, his name doesn't even sound Nigerian. I've never heard of this man before in my life. Huh? Like, do you get? Because in Nigeria, billionaires don't just appear. We hear the story. Do you get what I mean? You follow the journey somehow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wish... Oh, you can ask somebody and ask somebody and somebody tell you, oh, yeah, here. I wish Sheffield United all the best. (laughs) I wish everybody involved all the best. That's all I can say. Anyway, on to brighter news. Yes, please. CBN cashless policy. Is that bright? Is that bright? For scarcity. You have to put it in context. <laughs> At least we, we know the cause and the source of cashless. <laughs> wow. Wow, 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 wow. So, essentially, CBN didn't print enough money. They don't have enough paper to Did print they not come out money? to say that this is not factual? That we should disregard. There was a. Was it, it, disregard. was it that article which did like a few days ago? Eh, they but they came out paper. with press release to say that people are misquoting them. No, what? No, How no, are we misquoting no. them that they didn't print? Look, the bottom line is CBN next. When CBN said we are changing cash, the point was to go and pay in cash. It wasn't to go and exchange your cash for new cash. Yeah. And hold that's on, the man, that hold on. Seen. This is a CBN press release. CBN debunks false claims about capacity of NSPMC PLC. Alleged threats to close on deposit money banks. Like the attention of CBN has been drawn to a misleading report, misquoting the governor, his name inserted, as attributing the current challenge in the distribution of newly redesigned Naira banknotes to a shortage of printing materials at the Nigerian Security Printing and Minting Company PLC. We wish to state categorically that at no time did the CBN governor disclose this during his presentation to the National Council of State at its meeting on Friday, February 10, 2023. For the records, what Mr. Emefili told the meeting was that the NSPMC was working on printing all denominations of the Naira to meet the transaction needs of Nigerians. That is the press release, my dears. Okay. Central Bank of Nigeria did not say they did not print enough cash. How does that affect the fact? How does that change the fact that word on the streets is that it's the banks that just like they like it when you harass their staff. (laughs) They like it when there are two thousand people in front of their branches. But you know the things. Fighting for money. A lot of banks have had to shut down branches because they also, if banks also want to hoard money eh, from you people instead of keeping it at source. In a regional distribution center, they will put it inside their branch and keep it there. Because these idiots that are running banks, clearly, and all of you have more sense than the bankers themselves. I mean, what I'm struggling to... That's sarcasm, by the I'm way. I'm struggling to see the incentive of banks to even hold cash. Yeah. It so, makes absolutely no sense. Whole, banks are being scapegoated. Yeah, the whole situation is really messy. And the whole situation is being messy. It's really, really, really messy. And the thing is, for me, like... The people that are suffering are people that really can't make much noise and which is why oh i can't make noise online anyway which is why they're in on the streets like destroying property 
and do you get what I mean? Because there's frustration. There's so much frustration. Like help, for instance, she hasn't gone to church the last two Sundays. Me, I forgot. So now you gotta find cash and give her so she can go to church on Sunday. For because transportation. transportation. Oh, transportation. Transportation is accepting cash. Do you get what I mean? They haven't said accepting transfer. So me, is this money? I just I saw her this money. I was like, damn, I forgot. See, guys, I just need you people to understand. Banks are not foolish. If there was any benefit to holding this cash, like if you enter their banking halls and the vaults, you will not see anything there. Like nobody who wants to hold cash will go and keep it in Ijebu Day branch. Because it's not safe. Like it's bank, not even safe. Bank, banks don't want to hold cash. Like cash bank, is expensive. Is expensive. You don't want to Holding hold Holding cash is expensive. So holding is very stupid. It's a like it's a it doesn't make any sense. If they want to hold cash for politicians, which is the accusation, right? The bank managers want to sort politicians. Why like why don't you just give the politicians money? Why don't you just give the politicians? Why you, or you think why politicians you hold, don't have votes in their houses? Why are you holding it in your in your branch votes? You think the Mopo in front of those houses that you see, you think they are there for show? You go and try to rob their houses. Nah, I know what's it called. A bunch of banks are told staff not to come to work. I know Sterling. Yeah. My them. bank emailed me. I had debit card to go and collect. GT Bank emailed me like, please, ma, don't come to the branch. <laughs> We'll let you know when you can come and collect your card. Because at the end of the day, it is the poor, it is the most vulnerable people who feel this thing. Left to me, let me not lie to you guys. I've not really felt this cash problem. I've not used cash. I recognize my privilege. I've not used cash since. Shit. See, the thing for me is that, again, the people that suffer, it's not me, it's not the people I go to, so I went to Mega Plaza, for instance, yesterday. Typically, when they help me carry my stuff from the shop to my car, I'll tip them 200, 500 here and there. There's nothing to give them anymore. Like, the people that are suffering, so tips, like people that survive on that additional income of tips, they're going to struggle. Wait, see, see, this, this, you, but my own uh, question the is... The reason I stopped carrying cash is because I wanted to stop tipping. <laughs> so I got a card holder. I just never stopped cash. This was like, what, 2018? See, like, yeah, I don't think I've my own I understand why people who are in a certain socioeconomic bracket in the country need cash, Mm -hmm. right? Because it is for their day to day reality. Yeah, transport. I have friends that I don't know why they are accused. Some people are just, I don't know why you I call it it scarcity mentality. Why why are you in it? I feel like anybody that's like any person of the internet. That is still holding for cash. I feel like they're a problem. They are reducing the share of cash that people that need the cash. Yeah. Why? Why? You drive, you have your own car. You drive a car. Mm-hmm. You live in an apartment on the island. You work a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Like you work a corporate job or mm-hmm. a startup or whatever. What are you doing with cash? They'll tell you, oh, no, no, how to pay for fuel. And then this idea that everybody positioned like, oh, the banks are unreliable, the banks are failing. Guys, I've not had one failed transaction with my bank. So now this brings us... I have had many failed transactions. I've not had... This brings us... This brings us to the next thing. So... I feel like if I check now, that bank that is failing is one of those three banks. Now, this brings us to the next thing. Yes. The impact of of this cashless thing, at least the, the agenda was to push people to digital. All right. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> most people are not ready for, for the push to digital. I mean, they're ready, but they're not ready. 
Nibs was fine, contrary to popular belief. Nibs was perfectly fine. Three big banks in Three Nigeria banks. had issues, and had it made issues. it seem like no. the entire industry was struggling. And a lot of their issues weren't even related to needs or anything yes. infrastructure-wise. It's just stuff. Yeah, it's tough problem for some people. For some people, it's just there's no there's nobody on ground anymore. <laughs> and they've been having that issue for a long time. I don't know why it's today. For instance, it's, our it's orange pressure it was like the orange perfect bank, storm. To be the honest. orange bank was almost down for all of December. <laughs> it was a perfect um, storm. I also had issues with with Zenit as well. Exactly. That bank has had issues for... I sat inside a Pinkberry... A good part of... Store for like 30 minutes waiting for transfer into a good part of A good part of two years they've had issues. It's crazy, guys. Like, I'm not saying that banks and electronic payments are 100% all of the time. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I feel like we've gotten to a point in, in this country that... If you are getting anything less than nine successful transactions out of ten, you should not continue with that bank. This will provide Stockholm Truth, true, truthfully, me after I had my one or two experiences, I just transferred my money to multiple banks. I spread my risk. Spread your risk. I, I mean, that's why banking is cheap in Nigeria. Going out and ma. If you pay transaction declines. If you pay for what's it called? If you pay bank charges in a country like South Africa, where some banks will charge you maybe 30 rand a month to operate an account with them, like where banking is a subscription service, if you go to those markets, it doesn't make any sense to have multiple accounts. But, but you know, in Nigeria, you can have but multiple you know, if accounts. You, if, for you a paid, reason. if you paid what's called subscription service uh, for Nigerian banks, they won't have technical issues. <laughs> Never. They'll have more money. They'll have more money to pay salary. Yeah. They'll have more money and there's more incentive to keep their operations running. Especially for So they'll have redundancies for redundancies because they are making more money and they can afford it. No. See, guys, speaking of redundancies. I'll woof the wrong belly. I just need you guys to know. Speaking of redundancies, there was that tweet where that one guy blamed Nibs and like, why don't fintech people are going and they're building wallet apps everywhere. And nobody wants to and build Nibs. I, I mean, there's... Half the truth, yes, people are building wallet apps every day. And I think we've reached peak consumer fintech where if you are building a new wallet app this year, you are just throwing away money. There's nothing compelling you are bringing. But the alternative is not to build Nibs because there's a reason why Nibs is dominant. And I, I guess maybe this is a good segue for us to like, even like explain why, how Nibs works. So... In every transaction between person A and person B, there is a middleman that essentially routes that transaction. It can be a card, it can be a transfer, it can be USSD, it can be whatever. Any transaction that involves two parties, there's usually a middleman that routes that transaction. A switch. And that's a switch. Now, uh, NIBS is the biggest premier primary switch for almost everybody because Nibs is despite what some people might say Nibs is um, I'd be NIP that's what it is but Nibs NIP whatever NIP is Nigerian instant payment is the product mm-hmm. or Nibs is the company anyway Nibs is CBS child CBS and the banks 
CBN at the party. You are like okay. the regulator. So, CBN and the banks came together to do names. Yeah. And they like to lie to each other that, oh, NIBS is an independent entity. Yes. But it's not. Because CBN can call NIBS and say, yank this person off. <laughs> and NIBS will yank the person off. So, there's, there's that. So, NIBS essentially is the biggest and primary switch for almost every financial institution in the company country just for for the sheer fact that of his relationship with cbn there's already that um what do you call it i think the network effects that's the right thing where he already has all the people yeah and the the more people you have the the better valuable the network is yeah and that's what nibs is and they've entrenched that thing now to build your own switch today First, you need to get in the transfer four point eight to B. You need to get the people that you must get facilitate A, you must A get B. and you must get B because you cannot transfer from A into A. <laughs> you also have to have B in your network. Mm-hmm. And usually, if you go in, I mean, I'm going to say that if you come and meet me today and say, please can can you connect to can my, you connect to my thing? The first thing I'm going to ask you is who, who are else? the people there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's the same question we ask everybody who so, has come to meet us. So maybe we need to talk a bit more about how those transactions work. Okay. So person A is transferring, for instance, to bank B. So let's use person, mm-hmm. let's use real world examples, okay. right? I'm an Access Bank customer. I want mm-hmm. to transfer to to GTB, mm-hmm. right? Access and GTB are both settlement banks. Settlement bank meaning that they have money with the central bank that. You know needs can use to facilitate this money movement so what happens is that when i initiate a transaction from my access bank account access bank debits me internally right mm-hmm. and then they credit maybe a ledger mm-hmm. or an account within their own bank mm-hmm. then they make an api call or think of it as they send a message to needs to say oh send. i've debited this customer so 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 amount he wants to pay this person in gtb this amount of money please help us facilitate it right nibs will then take that message and then credit gtb with the amount to say oh this money is coming from access bank it's not even that is it's not even a credit is it they just simply it's tell not gtb it's not really a credit yes just they just say, tell them yeah tell gtb that there is this Lalu, money coming Lalu wants to pay for correct please put the money inside for us yeah correct most of the movement is just within internal ledgers in the yes. banks. And then the next at day. the next on the next day, NIBS will then go to those banks depending on the value like the net positions because this payment happens literally hundreds of thousands of times every day, right? So they go and look at all the money and then the net positions they will debit from those banks positions um at the CBN. For banks that are not, banks and fintechs that have connections to NIBS that are not settlement banks, those are the ones that hold cash collaterals, meaning that they keep a certain amount of money with settlement banks so that when NIBS wants to settle, NIBS will debit, they can, they have somewhere to to pull them. So essentially it's, you are, so the settlement banks are, they are represented at clearing. So clearing is essentially the T plus one thing where the money is shared and it's yes. like they do NIBS does a network of everything and says okay you 
your yeah, net position is negative, you, yeah. your net position is positive. positive. So we're getting this amount, we're paying you this amount, we're getting it. Then they send you reports, like a settlement report every day. Yeah. Say, these are all the transactions that, that happened. That happened. You reconcile with what happened in your internal system. Now for fintechs and not for fintech, for microfinance banks. Mostly. Because and some because some banks that are not settlement banks. If you are if you are a big bank, I know a settlement bank. <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing in this business? But <laughs> that's for another day. So now you'll be surprised at the guys that are not settlement I banks. I said that I don't want to talk about these <laughs> banks. If you are not a settlement bank, you're not a bank. So OFIs, which are other financial institutions, right? Uh so that's where microfinance banks sit, finance houses and your MMOs. MMOs, all of that. They are not directly represented at clearing. Mobile money operator. So what happens is those guys need to have partnerships with the settlement bank. Now, a long time ago, you could have a partnership with a settlement bank and your word is bond until I think eTransact was involved in this, if I remember correctly. Or maybe not eTransact. But there was a, there was a small microfinance bank that tried to, that their, when there was time for, for clearing, their position that they wanted to like debit, they didn't have that money. So names was like, nah, 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 you can't let this happen because mm-hmm. who's going to hold this? Who's going to carry that yeah. exposure? Who's going to carry that? So there's lots of money. So what happened was for any OFI that wants to partake, participate in the in NIP, you have to have collateral with your settlement bank. Now, this collateral is just in case you don't have money, we'll just debit your collateral. And yeah. your collateral should be a, I think about uh, I think 90%. I've forgotten the exact amount, but it should be a certain amount of your average transactions per day. Now, we so a lot of OFIs means you have to park cash. If you, especially if you're a big player, a big player OFI means you're parking between one to five billion naira, naira as just sitting there mm. idle. For the bigger guys, it can go as high as even ten billion. Yeah, depending on the volume of transactions transactions. every day. So, and also before in past that ten billion before also used to determine the maximum you could do in a single transaction. Although certain people made NIBS force them to do one then. I won't (laughs) never NIBS CBN told NIBS to set it to one then, but that's for another story. But yeah, so that ten billion is essentially just parked, and you can't touch it. Maybe it's, you might earn small interest on it based on your agreement with your bank. But your yeah. bank is just collecting free floats. So that's how you participate in, in NIP. So it's not really... So when there's usually NIBS downtime, the reason is that all the banks are sending instructions to NIBS and NIBS cannot relay those instructions yeah. to to, yeah. the, to the recipient That's bank. one of the reasons so, why a transfer yeah. might fail. So they are debiting internally, but it's just not getting... Like to where it's supposed to, where it's to, supposed to be because NIBS is not available to communicate it. But that's it not what. But that's not what happened in this but past exactly, couple that's of not what weeks. Happened. So what happened in this past couple of weeks is a bunch of banks were unavailable. Their network was down and, for the layman. And when you know when you put someone's account number and it and it brings out the account name, so that mm-hmm. that's called like name inquiry. So you do a name inquiry, and if NIBS notices that they can't do name inquiry, inquiry they just take you off if multiple people keep trying to do transactions to that person depending on how their system is structured 
you have re- plenty filled request to names and it will cause latency in your entire system and scatter you. So that's even another problem. <laughs> that's yet another problem. <laughs> yet another problem for another day. But yeah. But yeah, give or take. So now if you're knowing how this relationship works and how it is, if you are a competing what's it called? Switch, right? And they are competing switches. There are about yeah. 10, 15 of them that have licenses. Uh, and just for content, you don't also you, switching is not even just transfers. Switching yeah, is card payment. It's also card payment. So some people well. use their switching license only for only cards. for cards. Flutter is using it for cards. Money Point is using it for cards. Mm-hmm. Because for you to process a card transaction and essentially try and shaft NI and Co and Visa and friends, you have to be a switch. Yeah. So a lot of money points strength on their agency network is because it's because they can do what we call direct routing. Exactly. On previous episodes, um, we will link that episode in this episode. Um, we talked about like the entire payment flow. So instead of going through the entire payment flow with direct routing, you can go from the issuer to the acquirer straight and skip all the middlemen. And man. skip all the middlemen that make transactions expensive. So, but for you to do that, it needs to be have a switching license. And you must have a relationship with all those banks that you want to do direct routing to. Which is also another one. But that's for another day. Now, for the guys that now have, so there's AppZone, that, or Zone, sorry, that have their blockchain switch. Mm-hmm. There's InterSwitch, which is probably the second biggest switch, mm-hmm. as which is most people's failover. Yeah. Um, there's Cham Switch. Um, Unified payments. Unified payments as well. Arca also has switching. Thinker nah. has switching, but um, they are new as well. So now for a lot of these, if you are going to have them as your failover, it means you're not only are you keeping collateral with names for NIP, sorry. You keep collateral. You keep collateral with, with interest If you are doing or whoever. If your thing with with NIP is five billion, it means you put five billion with an alternative provider. That is ten billion. So there is no incentive for most people to build infrastructure unless there are specific use cases that they want to use it to achieve. The hardest bit probably beyond even the technology requirements and having solid DevOps and all that good stuff is getting people to participate. Why would I move my collateral from InterSwitch, who is my failover? to use you or why will I shank nibs and come and use you if you build it especially if you don't have clouds in this industry because you don't you don't you don't have a lot you don't have like a lot of I remember back in the days of I mean before NIP where InterSwitch and InterSwitch the reason why they are the second biggest owner was back in the day InterSwitch used to build everybody's mobile app yep and as part of the package they offered you was switching we'll do your switching now for the guys that could not afford InterSwitch they used to go to e-transact which are the banks that you see are, are closer to one banks. And I remember early days of this work, trying to get listed on those banks as a as a destination for transfers. They will tell you that you need to int- integrate with eTransact first because it's eTransact that does their transfers. Mm. So, and I remember a lot of those decisions. I was like, this, this doesn't make sense. I'm not going to do that work. But but yeah, so so that's that's like the dynamic of switching, and because it's so it's a network business, and there's like entrenched players, yeah, that already have most of the network. Like InterSwitch has probably most of the settlement banks that yeah. use them as failover. Yeah, uh, 
if you if you pass into switch there's e transact that follows which has some of the banks then you're not you're now dragging with charms and the rest to just get a fraction of there was one guy that sorry to to interrupt you there was one guy who was trying to make a case about how it's not really difficult like that and then he mentioned he mentioned some player that oh that they are rumored to be doing their own thing and I smiled when I read that comment because I have internal information on on like what's going on with that thing. And if those guys tell you that they are finding it easy, they are lying. Because before guys will need to, before guys will move traffic to you, they need to know who you are. Then after knowing who you are, they must trust your system. So they will probably not put and at the end of the day, it then comes down to the like your technology your financials all of that and getting other people involved because until certain banks get so even if i like you if you don't have for example fugas banks first bank uba gtb access zenit which are the biggest banks That's in nigeria sense. if you don't have them on your switch it doesn't make any sense because most transactions will go to bank. those banks so there's no incentive for for me to switch that day, which is why if you look at what a startup is supposed to do or how a startup runs or how a fintech works it it's not really great so that even the then even the financial aspect of switching is going to be very difficult the license is expensive to, to you need like 4.4 million dollars that's the dollar equivalent is 2 billion or so for you to displace names or five billion one you of the on nibs is the cheapest that's on the market nibs is pure cost for nibs is five naira for a transfer yeah without that it's very difficult for you to be competitive with five like if you're going less than five naira you're going to be losing money but not losing money but your margins are going to be tiny yeah which is why i was then saying that for a startup and how they they operate this is it's going to be a hard sell especially if you if your investors know what's up but if we're doing this in new normal Sean, i'm sure you could have raised money to offer one night transfers for how long the in market the, is in, wide though in the new normal don't worry you will burn that money very you're quickly. just growing you're just growing but oh well so what happened that all of you were shouting that banks are failing is that three banks and kuda don't add us to that. Kuda, let Kuda me tell you, let me tell you why I'm going to add Kuda, eh? Because Kuda is the poster child for bank that is not like legacy bank. So if the established names in legacy banks are failing, and then Kuda had a database issue, it just looked like the entire tra- place had scattered. Our transfer was working, it's just that you couldn't log in. <laughs> but when you log in, the balance is not up to date. So please, 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 please. Our please. transfer is working. You guys are part of the reason why people were swearing that digital payments are failing. Meanwhile, people in smaller banks that their staff are not leaving every second. I'm I'm sorry if you have five thousand customers, your transfer should work every time. Yes, and it did work this time. Okay. Around. I mean, I'm happy for you guys. Your five thousand customers. So my solution. We're scale here. Calm the down. solution, really, I think, for customers in this market is to find a bank that my own acid test because 100 is far use 10 if you do 10 transfers at any point within any period and you are getting less than nine successful you have no business 
But, but, you, but you see, the thing is, transfers don't really feel that much. Even the banks that you see are, are have issues. Their issues are not with transfer. Their issues are infrastructure issues that affect other things. So it's not even like even using so transfer payments that people because people were saying like how do you make markets place. Like, how do you make market payments? How do you go to the market? How do you buy fish and tomatoes and all that good stuff? My answer is to transfer. But the people who use these banks came back to say that their transfers were failing in the markets. Eh, it's just that. Please stop going around and around and around. Transactions failed. Hmm? Furo was one of the people that are affected. It affected me badly. Because, because Furo has exposure to one of those banks that are talking about big, big exposure <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah. I have diversified my portfolio. I know they tell that Oh, anyway, big exposure. Now I think maybe we can even extend this thing. So you know there are the people that charge you more than ten naira for transfers these days. Uh the people are not directly connected. Wait now, but is the charge for transfer is not graduated based on the amount. There are people that charge you flat twenty five. Uh, those are the big boys. No, 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 not the big boys. Those are people that are using either they're using Fortnite API or Paystack API to do their transfer. Who and what now? And Paystack or Fortnite are using NIP. So it's always funny when you see comments is like, "Oh, I use this app and their transfers always go." Blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, it's the same NIP everybody's using. Is it's just package. Yeah. So maybe Paystack will pay five naira. Charge, charge you twenty five. That's what I'm saying. Now. Somebody <laughs> subsidizing somewhere, <laughs> like oh my days. But yeah, that's why that's what happened with with banks and payments. It's not like as if everybody was conspiring to make life difficult for you. It's just is what it is. It is what it is. Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm tired. I think this round of this episode because yes, I'll yeah. need to edit it. Yes. Nope, leaving it in there. No, no, no. But yeah, my solution to your problem is to go and bank with other banks. Put small money here, put small money there, and do transfers. Look, I gauged my tires with Foka, and I transferred 600 naira to, to Foka. To be fair, even when I went into battery the other day, the guy that did my packet, I transferred to him. Everybody, people are aligning, but the thing is that there's still a portion of people, to for instance, again, I'll use my help. I had to send, I had to get one sticker to bank, let them sit there in the bank and teach her how to do USSD, whatever, because not me, that would deal with that stress. <laughs> because there's some people that just don't know how to use digital channels. Yes, She's not Nigerian. You see where she we are struggles with English in the first place. Where we are going in this country, you learn it or you will trek. Uh, you so know, it is a thing that um, Mitchell said like maybe like two, three years ago. If you want to be financially included, you know what is required. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But, I mean, it's hard still. It doesn't stop. Like, you know what is required. <laughs> but, and again, my own beef on the cash distance, like I will keep saying, it's not really the people who really need it. The guys doing downfall trips and all of that. It's the people like me that are in queues. Paying 1,000 naira to withdraw 5k. Is everything okay at home? But I think there's actually such a good opportunity right now. So actually, because I've been saying that, I feel like I say this every time. This is the perfect time to do an alternative, like a non-card. 
Hey God, here we go. Please let's just here we go. This is the right moment. Nosa has QR supremacy. Not just QR supremacy. Bank transfers. People need to now start optimizing bank transfers for instant payments like point of sale. Like yeah, but the user experience of but you know that it does exist with the gateway POS terminals which one that you, do you still have to bring out your phone and enter account number you still do like a regular transfer now that's 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 not that's not it that's not it. but the thing is it's transfer so you can r- go through any route you want so are that you USSD people or workshopping the idea the user experience for transfers no no this is an existing product in the user market. experience for transfers at point of sale needs to be improved so if you have ussd string on lock if you know your bank's ussd string the the long one right for example a stambic that has that star 909 star 11 star this 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 is if you transfer into that virtual account that is generated on that gateway pos excuse me it will print out the receipts like it will be a successful transaction no 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 there's ah what's it called patronize has that or you transfer yeah. to um so my thing is it's not it's not even the receiving end of it the challenge is you having to bring out your phone search for the bank mm. and type the account number if you flag even if you do ussd you have to select a bank from the bank list no sir i feel like this this particular problem is your problem the user exp- you don't because it's an accepted it's no. an accepted user it's an accepted behavior that's you see that's why people don't watch that's, that's why you <laughs> if you look at what look at what you're comparing to you're comparing it to a card transaction there's not there's no cognitive load on a card transaction you put your card you enter your pin you are done mm. card has even evolved to you in tap place to tap and go yes now we have an opportunity to replicate that same experience where it's a transfer should be mindless and I think that's where a lot of fintech should be work. A lot of the payment fintechs should be working on making transfers a mindless experience, rather than oh, we'll give you virtual account number that will print receipts. The problem is not even the printing receipt. The problem is that it's long. If you are in a long line or you are in, because that's why bus drivers are not going to do it. Yeah, because even again, I would say Mega Plaza parking structure. There was queue. It's queue because everybody is bringing out their phone to yeah. transfer. Yeah. But if you have a mindless tap, pay, go. That, that boss one, if it's the boss one, I I think given where we are in the evolution of payments in Nigeria, we need an infrastructural approach to trans- transportation payments. Nothing in the markets right now is a good fit for that thing. It's simply too long. It's too expensive. It's too, it takes too much time. Yeah. For what for how downfalls operate. So there's, so a, there's a lot of an infrastructure. There's a lot of first principles one. thinking that I feel like startups should do. Like they shouldn't be building switches and whatnot. But they should but be But that transport one. She somebody tried be, at some point now to do transport payments. No, no, Carrie is doing it and yeah, Carry has a good lock on the BRTs and whatnot. They just don't mm, have that's, one. that's BRTs. They just don't have one. Downfall. Downfall is the that's and where that's, that's the one. challenge because if you are trying if because you, you are to, dealing with all manner of principal is a design thinking consultant fro can help you workshop your session and laulu as well <laughs> laulu as well <laughs> just <laughs> just putting it this out is, there this is this is where you should actually put certified design thinking, to design thinking. To do design thinking. like this way it takes time 
effort, sweat. It's not going to be an easy thing. And I think a lot of the solutions that we have now are the lazy way out mm-hmm. where you give them account number to transfer to. But it's not solving the problem that cash solves because cash is instant, cash is fast. We need a payment method that end-to-end can be concluded in 10 seconds. That's the... That's really what's... That's the, the design challenge is how might we enable end-to-end payments within 10 seconds. The rails or whatever, it doesn't matter. Just it doesn't matter. The user experience needs to be fast. I think at the end of the day, it's contactless that will win for downfall. How you do that contactless is, is left to you. Because the groundwork is already there. Before we are ending it. Because you forget to carry the ring.